Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So keep that in mind. Yeah, hey, forget I asked. <laughs> That'll definitely It'll, do. Ew. Join the f- Discord. It was the least fun I've ever had playing this game. A small but vibrant and extremely humble community. No, I've seen the sleeves, but I'm like, you said you're suiting up and then you put your sleeve on. Thank you for saying that. Because I'm a demon on the keys. Next thing I know, we're both dead. I immediately left the lobby. In Vietnam. What are they playing for? Are they playing to win? <laughs> Stay humble. Stay humble. Live. Welcome to the Drop Shot, episode number sixty-six. My name is Casey, also known as Razanon, and I am joined, as always, by myself and only myself. Because Tanner has been fired from the podcast. Effective immediately. There was a breach of contract. It involved whipping cream, a cucumber, and a banana. uh, And uh, a certain website called OnlyFans. Which we can't talk about. But there is a decency clause. Or an indecency clause in the, uh, the contract that Tanner signed. That he is grossly violated. And I, I, I mean that in more ways than one. So Tanner will not be here this evening. He will not be here. No, kidding. He won't be here today. He's not here. I'm alone. So we're doing it solo and we'll be fine. Uh, but apparently it's like Tanner's wife's birthday or some shit. And he's supposed to go to a bonfire. And he didn't know that until today, I guess. Uh, supposedly he agreed to it like a month ago and then just forgot to tell me so he texted me like an hour ago like oh dude i can't be there because he's shit so uh make sure you all tweet at him tag him in the discord pm him on instagram when he's in game next send him private messages just annoy him right annoy him on social media and say hey you're shit don't ever neglect the pod again so anyways uh with that said We'll, we'll get things done. We have an episode that is going to be both fun and exciting to speak about this evening. But first, a couple announcements. Welcome to our new patrons. No Vaccine, Vigors, Freeze, and D-Rock. By the way, we looked into this. This is not the same D-Rock that works for Gary Vaynerchuk of VaynerMedia. I thought it might be. He clarified he is not that D-Rock. So, rest in peace. I was ready to buy a New York Jets jersey and simp and sell out, but it's not in the cards yet. So nonetheless, thank you. uh, Thank you, boys and maybe girls for joining the the Patreon. Patreon.com slash the drop shot. Also, listen real carefully. Listen real carefully to what I'm about to say. 
I'm going to purposely mispronounce this name. Vigers. Thank you for the offline Twitch Prime sub. Absolutely change your name, by the way. You're one consonant off of me being permanently deplatformed, and I don't like it, and it makes me uncomfortable. So let's just go back to the drawing board on that name. But also, thank you for the sub. Appreciate it. Um, oh, Tan oh, Tanner, Tanner can write the notes at the bonfire. Wow. Okay. Well, Tanner would like to thank Warrior Nine Six Seven Four. Too many numbers for the offline Prime sub. And goaded out for the 10 offline gifty boys. Jesus. Uh, and he says, thank you, brother. Brothers. Uh, very kind of you to do that for Tanner. Uh, thank you all. Had to spit into my trash can like a camel. Anyways, uh... Tanner's gone, as I said. Uh, and then last announcement real quick before we get into the ep. Uh, reminder, we are giving away the ultimate edition of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Red Door, Vundibop, CIA, Operation Northwoods edition. Uh, Bay of Pigs version. I'm dumb. Uh, $90 value. All you got to do, go to the Discord, click the exclamation point in the announcements tab on Discord, and you will be entered for a chance to win. Uh, currently, there are 126 exclamation points. Your odds aren't that bad. Probably going to be like 1 out of 150, a little less than 1%. Not great, but not bad. Your odds will be better than when we did our uh, Twitter giveaway. So that's something to think about. Uh, so anyway, yeah, make sure you do that. Again, we'll be announcing the winner on Saturday. Saturday, uh, right at the beginning of the pod. And then also a reminder, some people have been asking, you do not have to be here Saturday to win. I, I will DM you on Discord. Uh, you guys live in a bunch of different time zones. You have lives and work and shit. You don't need to be here live to win. I'm just going to announce the winner live. And then after, like on Sunday, I'll, uh, I'll DM you on Discord and I'll send you the game. By the way, the game's not out yet. So I can send you the pre-order a day later and you won't have to fucking cry about it. But no, you don't have to be there live for those of you who are asking or thinking as much. Uh, so that is that. Uh, Rip Lips, by the way. 1560 minis. Jesus, dude. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. I am honored, humbled, and privileged, dude. And uh, I'm glad you joined Twitch. Glad you're joining us live. Uh, it is much appreciated, brother. Thank you. A um, lot of support. By the way, Boy Prince MP Control Ward in the chat says, didn't you miss a podcast the other day? I did. I gave Tanner more than one hour notice. Hey, this is the story of my life, by the way. I get two days notice that I'm going to be the best man at a wedding. K, rude. I get one hour notice that I'm going to do a solo episode of the podcast for the first time. Rude. Don't, can't you guys tell how nervous I am to do this by myself? And he just gives me <laughs> one hour to think about it. Terrible. Terrible human being. Uh, nice guy with the gifty boy as well. Let's go. To hit yo block. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it. Uh, so that is it for the announcements. Um, we have some things to talk about today. Mostly Cold War related, and I'm actually quite excited to get into it. Now, I would like to ask Tanner his opinion on things, but I can't. So we're going to do our best. So if you were listening for the jingle, here it is. All right. So, first off, playlist updates. Not too much to go over here. Stimulus Quads is gone for Warzone, the BR, where if you have 4,500, you just auto-spawn back. Uh, that is gone. It's back to regular-ass Warzone. There was a new kill record set, by the way. 155 kills in that playlist. That's a lot for one team. Uh, stimulus is where you would set kill records. So, congrats to those guys. Don't know who they are. Don't really care. 
But anyways, that playlist is gone. Uh, Shoot the Ship is gone, and instead, there are two separate playlists. One for Shootouts 24-7, one for Shipment 24-7. These are both live. They are separate playlists. We were talking in chat in the pre-show, twitch.tv slash Razanon, about some people still going for Damascus. So if you're one of these people, go do it now. Because Shipment 24-7 is the best way to level, like, every gun. The only thing you can't really do there is long shots. Uh, for a lot of weapons, you can for pistols, but every other weapon you can't, but yeah, level your launchers, get your launcher attacker defender kills, get your riot shield kills and hardcore as Tartar said, the Archduke, uh, utilize that now while these playlists are in, uh, and then also there is a, a another playlist, which is deathmatch dom plus drop zone, a combined playlist, uh, don't play this mode. Deathmatch Dom is really fun, or used to be really fun back when uh, Call of Duty had good maps and sixes. Now, no sixes match is fun. But Deathmatch Dom is otherwise fun. But Drop Zone is where I believe you go somewhere and a bunch of random care packages get shit on. So, uh, or dropped and then they shit on you. So avoid this playlist. Again, if you're going for Damascus launchers, Drop Zone's a good playlist to play because you can shoot down a fuck ton of streaks. But uh, if you don't, if you want to have fun, Turn off the game, but especially don't play uh, this playlist. 100%. Stay away from that. So, And then last playlist update, Gunfight Snipers 3v3 is uh, back in the game. So keep that in mind. And then patch notes, of course, there are none. There are no patch notes. So the rest of tonight's episode, quite a bit of news, which I'm excited to talk about. A little bit for M-Dub. And a lot for Cold War, uh, which will be interesting to dive into. Um, but first, Dirty, 1,000 biddies. Let's go. And Nice Guy, 100. Thank you, boys. Jesus, lots of love today on the solo ep. What I'm getting from this is that you guys hate Tanner and you don't want him back. Hey, sign me up, bitch. Tanner's fired. I've heard you loud and clear. So, dirty, nice. Thank you, boys. Appreciate it. Now, up first, in news, we've already seen this, but uh, I will confirm it for you officially now. Activision, in their infinite wisdom, has released a, uh, a trailer, I think, for Season 6 of Warzone Call of Duty in this shit game. This will be the last season before Cold War comes out. It will be the last season anyone will play. Uh, so keep that in mind. Um, and it is going to be on September 29th, which is actually kind of soon. Six days from today, according to my calculations, which will be on Tuesday, which sounds uh, normal. So whatever that leaked image was that we went over a couple days ago or a couple episodes ago on the pod was correct. September 29th confirmed to be the date. That this, uh, that this will happen. So, uh, yeah, season six. Um, it's also going to have the subways. This has also been confirmed. I don't know where this image comes from. I don't really care. Uh, but here are the subways. This looks to me to be exactly like uh, the one that Exclusive Ace had drawn up as well. Um, now, I'm, try I'm not a fucking topographer, so I'm going to try and figure this out. On the right over here looks like a uh, stadium, <laughs> right? This is uh, downtown. Oh, wow. So this is quite wide, actually. This is uh, like above lumber, I think. This is airport. This is... This is Boneyard, I think. This is storage town. So I don't know what this is, to be honest with you. Train station? That would make sense. This is a train after all. Doesn't matter. Whatever. The image is out. Uh, so the subways are coming back. Now, someone in chat earlier had said, uh, had asked me if he thinks, if I think that the subway station um, will be electrified. Because apparently in the trailer, there was like some electricity going on. Now, I don't know, because when you turn on a subway station, because she says, like, hey, turn it on, and he does. 
There's like electric currents. That could just be signifying that they're turning on the fucking subways so that they won't be electrified. But I think subway rails are actually electrified. And I think that's why the the saying that's the third rail of politics, I think that comes from subways. Where there's a third rail on the subway rails and if you step on it, you will die. Which is why I don't know. There are third rail issues in politics. I'm pretty sure that's where that comes from. So it's possible that the subway station uh rail rails will be electrified. I don't know. But the fact that they turned them on in the uh, trailer indicates to me that they will actually be mobile subways rather than merely some kind of subterranean like walkway where all the... Because I remember I floated this theory that uh, the subway stations would open, but all the subways would actually be defunct and you would just be able to go in into some cars but you could still go out and then just like walk the trail or the track uh, but now it seems much more likely that the subways will actually be moving now I don't know man I mean look at this image again look at how much of the map this covers and it's all underground so like you could be moving so much without being, like, seen by anyone else that's above ground. Like, what if the last circle is, like, right here? And then you're underground. Or better yet, what if the last circle is here? So there's some team underground, and you're above ground, and you don't have time to, like, go out of the gas, into the station, and then back in to kill them. So then, like, you know, I could just see a lot of cheesy shit going on. I still hate this idea. And there's already enough of a Z-axis in this BR to where we don't need to add even more shit underground like naked mole rats. I don't, I don't want this. I don't like it. And I don't think it's going to play well. It will be nice because Warzone's fucking boring and it'll at least shake things up a bit. But as far as a good change, probably not. Probably not. But nonetheless, the 29th, Season 6 is coming. Uh, I also don't remember where I read this exactly, but we've talked about all three of these guns before. The AS Val, the R700, I think is what it's called, a sniper rifle, and the AA-12. Uh, I think it was... Was it the Gaming Revolution? Or maybe that dude that speaks Arabic on Twitter? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But the AS Val and the new sniper are going to likely be the weapons that are in the tiers, like right at release, and then the AA-12 will be mid-season. Now, that's ideal, because the later in the game the AA-12 is released, the, late, the later I will have to put up with getting shit on by it in Warzone. So let's release the AA-12 the day Cold War launches, so I never have to see it in-game. That would be nice. But nonetheless, I would expect two weapons when on the 29th, when season uh, 6 starts, and I do, again, think that those are going to be the ASVAL and the new sniper, the R700. Only because that is what I've seen other people say on Twitter. So, keep that in mind. Uh, anyway, that's interesting. So, that'll be Tuesday. Uh, also, another fucking dumb news item to go over here. The dumbest news item, by the way. Let me take a sip of my beer and I'm going to show you guys this image here. More Easter egg bullshit, basically. Uh, some people got sent crates. <sighs> I mean, do I even have to talk about this, guys? Some YouTubers got sent, like, fucking crates by Activision to do another dumb fucking reveal that doesn't matter and we don't care. And apparently they fucking whatever used the hidden ink Saw it. I don't know. I can't even make jokes about this. It's so dumb. But nonetheless, the website pawntakespawn.com has some new shit on it now. And this is apparently the end of what they reached today. And it says, uh, explore Zork now to secure the keys. Return at 12 p.m. Eastern time. The incorrect time zone. On the 24th, 
which is tomorrow at the time of recording this episode, Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, uh, to unlock the next step. Now, everyone is hinting that this will be a zombies reveal. I suspect that is probably true uh, because they've hinted at zombies in the multiplayer reveal, but they didn't go into any detail whatsoever. We've already gotten a, a look at campaign. Not much of a look, but a look. We've gotten an extensive look at multiplayer, obviously. So that would leave zombies and maybe the fire team thing and maybe campaign, but everyone's thinking zombies. I'm inclined to side with them. I think this is going to be a zombies reveal. I think they're going to make you guys do more. You guys, they're going to make nerds do more of this, uh, ARG horse shit, uh, to uncover a trailer. That's like a 90 second clip, just like happened last time for the multiplayer reveal. Uh, so whatever, not much to say about that other than it's coming tomorrow. Keep your eyes peeled. Uh, and we can move on from there. Now, on to some exciting news, actually. Uh, well, first, actually. Uh, what do we have here? I don't even know where I am. Where am I? We're going to go here. Nice guy. 100 bitties. Bizarre with a gifty boy. 30 1,000 bitties. Work magic and... Uh, work magic 100 bitties and Pritch 1000 bitties as well. Fucking Boys, thank you for all of the support tonight. You guys have been nuts. Pritch, work, dirty, czar, nice guy. Thank you. Uh, appreciate the love. I'm glad that you've stuck around this evening, even though it's a one man show today. I hope you're enjoying it. And I appreciate the support as always. Thank you, boys. Honored, humbled, and privileged. And if you will allow me, we will get into this next news item. Black Ops Cold War Beta will feature more modes and maps, including the new Fireteam mode and VIP, es uh, VIP Escort. This is a tweet from Charlie Intel. They have all this inside info bullshit, so this is true. Um, now, more modes and maps. Cool. The new Fireteam mode. And VIP escort. So the way this is worded that says including the new fire team mode and VIP escort. So we already saw hardpoint, kill confirmed, TDM. I don't know if we saw Dom. But on top of those, it's gonna be fire team and VIP escort, and even more in the beta. That honestly seems like a lot. So I don't know what else they could have here. Uh, I'm very curious to see. I'm also curious to see how many more maps will be in the beta as opposed to the alpha. Because I think the alpha only had the two maps, Miami and Satellite, I believe. So I'm anxious to see what other maps we might get in the beta. And if they're going to be maps that we already saw from the multiplayer reveal, or if they're going to be new maps that no one has seen yet, besides the devs, obviously. I'm inclined to think we're not going to see any maps that were not on the multiplayer reveal before the alpha. I don't think we're going to see any maps outside of those maps, those five or whatever it was, to be honest with you. I would be very surprised. Now, it's possible that we will, of course, but I suspect that we won't. I also think it's probably going to be this is a lot of game modes, so maybe it's going to be like four maps, maybe five maps. But it's not going to be that crazy, I don't think. But also, don't get too hung up on this. Because it's just a beta. None of your progress saves. It doesn't matter much anyways. So, I am curious to see what's in the beta. Fireteam does sound fun. I want more clarification on what that mode actually is. Because I know Tanner and I talked about this, and we weren't sure how much uh, PVP was involved in that and how much of it was PVE. Uh, but the VIP escort mode, we already know everything about that and I don't care about that at all. So we'll keep that in mind for sure. Now, next up here, a new tweet from our new favorite dev, Tony Flame, at Tony underscore Flame on Twitter. Change it. Quote, that went by fast. This is after the alpha. 
Thank you for playing the Cold War Alpha with us. I guess I didn't need to say that. We've been doing an immense amount of work since the Alpha was made, from core improvements to weapons and movement to new gameplay and system features. Beta has a whole lot more in store. See you there October 8th. So I thought I would include this without context because there's a little more info. This is from Treyarch's website. Based on gameplay and the feedback you've provided so far, the team has already gotten to work on updates to gameplay mechanics and features, as well as modifications to each map and mode. We'll continue to make similar improvements to other maps and modes in time for next month's open beta, along with additional tuning, new features that weren't available in the alpha, and more. Watch this space, blah, blah, blah. So, this is interesting to me, because after the alpha was done both from people I know and uh, like the Twitter verse at large, the reception of the alpha was not fucking great. A lot of people were saying the movement felt awkward and weird. Uh, and the visibility wasn't great either. I think there were other critiques, particularly uh, Miami had like some real shit visibility. Here's what I'll say. They're going to be doing tuning and new features that were unavailable in the alpha. I don't know what new features means. First of all, let's start there. What new features? Does this mean perks can be used that weren't usable before? Because that's fine, but that's not a new feature, right? That's just a new perk. That's an addition to an existing feature. So I don't know what new feature means. Maybe it means like you can look in the barracks now. You can add a clan tag. That would constitute a new feature. So fair enough. Probably not going to be anything major, though. It's probably going to be something like that. Something like barracks access. Um, but the fine-tuning, or further tuning, excuse me, I think that hopefully and probably will relate to the awkward or clunky movement that people have been talking about. That has been the most consistent critique of the alpha that I've seen so far. And these guys know that, too. So hopefully they can smoothen out a little bit. Now, let's be super clear. Cold War comes out in 50 days. I don't know how much you can do to make the movement of a character much smoother in that little time, especially with the COVID constraints and all that. It's going to be interesting to me to see how much they can smooth out or change. Unfortunately, Tanner and I didn't play the alpha because we don't own PS4s. So we're not going to be able to tell you how much it's changed, but we'll report what other people who, who will have tried the alpha and the beta uh, report. But to be honest, if I was you guys, it's cool that they're paying lip service to this idea. But I would be very surprised if they actually uh, significantly improved the fluidity or smoothness of, for example, movement uh, in this game. It's not looking great. Now, on the flip side, it can't be worse than Modern Warfare, so I'm, I'm excited for it no matter what. Because it actually can't get worse than Modern Warfare. But, if you really hated the movement, take, be cautious, be cautiously optimistic. Super cautiously optimistic. I don't really think 50 days is enough time to smooth things out significantly. So, nonetheless, they're looking at it, which is about the best we could expect. So, I give you one second here, boys and girls. Lemur party, 500 bitties, let's go. Thank you, brother. Honored, humbled. And privileged, or sister, I think, perhaps. Uh, sorry for misgendering you. Or brother, maybe. I don't know. It's 2020. No one knows. But thank you, person, for the support. I appreciate it. Honored, humbled, and privileged. Now, back to Activision's shenanigans. This article pisses me off. And you're going to see why in a second. Ooh, had to take a spicy rip. 
Snipers in Black Ops Cold War Alpha intentionally overpowered to test balance. <laughs> I haven't read this article yet. I have not looked into this yet. But I want to say, absolutely, this is fake news. This is why we need Tanner here. Black helicopters. There's no way that they made snipers intentionally OP. This is fucking dumb. This is a post hoc rationalization, and they are lying. That is my guess. How do you, why would you intentionally make snipers OP and also not mention that? I guess maybe you wouldn't mention it, but to make something intentionally overpowered, I've never, ever, ever seen a dev do that once, ever, for any game. Oh, we made this OP on purpose in the beta so that we could, like, tune it later. No. Usually, always, they put out a game, they discover that things are OP, and then they nerf them. That is what I suspect happened with snipers, because people were saying snipers are super overpowered in the alpha. Oh, by the way, guess who said that was going to happen before the alpha? Twitch.tv slash Razanon, bitch. What did I say? I said, slower time to kill plus no more flinch equals snipers and other one-shot weapons being fucking disgusting. Guess what? Shocker. Snipers are OP. Wow. Wow. Who would have guessed? Me, obviously. God, I'm so fucking big brain, dude. This is why you guys need to take my word for it always. Anyways, they were definitely OP. People were complaining about that. Uh, and according to Treyarch, Treyarch's designer, our favorite dev, Tony Flame, stated on Twitter that the team intentionally op overpowered snipers in the alpha. He says, crossplay is coming, but we knew it wouldn't be an alpha. We buffed snipers to evaluate their performance in this alpha specifically. Sniper rifles will have balance changes for the upcoming beta based on our analytics data this weekend. What the fuck does crossplay have to do with buffing snipers? And why would you need to buff a sniper rifle to evaluate its performance? Hey, put the value where you think it should be and evaluate its performance there. That's so dumb. Why would you do this? This just doesn't make any sense. It logically makes no sense. However, it also makes no sense to say they did it on purpose if they didn't do it on purpose. So whether they're telling the truth or they're lying, they actually, neither of them make sense. Neither of them make sense. Like, it doesn't make sense to buff snipers and make them overpowered on purpose with the intention of nerfing them later. But it also doesn't make sense for you to... Release an alpha with snipers being OP, but you didn't know they were OP. And for the, for you then to say, oh, we did it on purpose, by the way, even though you didn't. That also doesn't make sense. So I'm actually maybe inclined to believe Tony here. I just don't understand why you would have to do this. Game devs, slide in my DMs and help me understand. But this is fucking weird to me. And I've never seen this before in my life. So it's very strange. But nonetheless, the key takeaway here is that they will be nerfing snipers in some capacity uh, before beta and before live. Now, how they will do that is an interesting discussion, and it's tough to say. I think if you nerf the damage, you basically ruin the sniper rifle. So you can't really make a sniper not a one-shot kill unless you're using, unless we're talking like a semi-auto sniper, like a Dragunov, for example. Uh, at least a Dragonov and M-Dub. Um, that wouldn't make sense. What you could do to nerf a sniper without ruining it is change the refire rate, so the fire rate, so just make it slower. Um, you could also nerf the aim down sight speed. That's probably the way to go based on the alpha footage I've seen because these snipers were ADSing quickly, quickly. And when there's no flinch... And it's a one-shot kill. It's busted. So you got to do something. I think nerfing the ADS speed is definitely the play they should make. We will see what they actually do. But I just thought it was very fucking weird for them to say, we buffed them on purpose even though we're going to unbuff them again later. Hee hee XD. That's fake news. 
is what I say to that. Fake news. Uh, another little tidbit here. Map voting is confirmed back. We we went over this, but uh, it was in the alpha, so it's back. Uh, we Tanner and I pretty much covered the uh, implications of this. Basically, it's good that it's back. I don't think it changes anything to do with the skill-based matchmaking uh, discussion, to be honest. But nonetheless, it is confirmed to be back, which is unsurprising. And then this last little, uh, or not last, this next little thing here is interesting. Uh, I would like to, can I go full screen? I can't. It doesn't matter. This dude on Twitter, Doom Reed at ReadBoy24, change it, played the alpha so much that he actually got a prestige icon. It says prestige one level three on the alpha. Now, a lot of people are calling shenanigans on this, but some people are not calling shenanigans on this. An exclusive Ace had a video saying uh, that he thinks this might be legit. I don't know. I don't know. But it wouldn't surprise me if it was legit because they've been talking about people around have just been talking about prestige a lot and the overwhelming majority of people, players, want prestige mode to come back, which is where you reach max level, you enter prestige mode, you get reset to level one with a unique new emblem or uh, level icon. What is that called? What is it called, dude? Rank icon? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, most of you know what prestige is. Uh, so the prestige icon that was leaked on the alpha is an old prestige icon. It's been used before. I don't remember what game it's from, but I recognize it. I think it's from BO4, to be honest. It's in BO4. I don't know if it's originally from BO4. Um, so, it wouldn't be terribly surprising to see that it did, in fact, return. But it's also kind of weird that it would be in the alpha. My suspicion is they coded it in with placeholder prestige icons, and they're going to reevaluate what ones they actually want to use before the game launches. But this is like pretty strong evidence for me that Prestige is in fact uh, coming back. Which, by the way, is fucking thick. And we love to see that. But if I was you guys, if I was a betting man, I would say bet on Prestige coming back. All the community uproar along with this leak and other things, I don't think it's a coincidence that prestige uh that this was seen and i think prestige will come back which is great which is great because i've been level 155 for fucking five months now it feels like hey let me prestige so that's good um this next article is very interesting but first laloy with the submarino i'm just coming by raz i've been busy time for me oh it's been a busy time for me well laloy I appreciate the sub, dude. Thanks for stopping by, brother. Uh, I hope everything's going well, man. Staying busy is good, brother. Especially in these crazy fucking times. But the eight months, dude, I appreciate the support, brother. Honored, humbled, and privileged. I hope you're excited for Cold War, by the way, dude. Let me take a swig of my beer. We'll get into this next juicy article. All right. So... Treyarch Dev says all COD games have had skill-based matchmaking. Skill-based matchmaking says it can be tuned. Now, this was from Treyarch's director of technology, Martin Donlon. Change it. Um, and he said, he just quote tweeted some dude that listed a bunch of CODs and it said no SBMM. And then Martin said they all had SBMM. Now... This is fake news, but we'll get into it. There are more tweets. Someone said, from a player's perspective, the skill-based matchmaking in Modern Warfare was extreme, and I don't want a repeat of that. I played for hours upon end on the older CODs I listed, and even if they all did include skill-based matchmaking, it wasn't at all noticeable. And then this Treyarch dude said, perfectly valid viewpoint to have. SBMM is one of many, many tunable parameters in a matchmaking system. It's funny watching people talk about it like it's a big switch that can only be turned on or off. 
Okay. So, I have a lot of issues with this. Okay. Obviously, skill-based matchmaking has parameters that can be turned, that can be tweaked. And obviously, it's not some big switch that can be turned on or off. Everyone knows that. Now, they don't know the intricacies of the skill-based matchmaking system in MW 2019 particularly because they never even confirmed that it existed, let alone how it works. So, it's funny to me that this dickhead thinks it's funny to him that people talk about skill-based matchmaking from a standpoint of ignorance because, of course, we're ignorant. No one's told us how it works. Obviously. So for him to be, like, contemptuous and condescending in this tweet, like, oh, it's so dumb to see you you fucking rubes argue about skill-based matchmaking even though you don't even understand it. How should we understand it? You didn't tell us what it is. And also, this implies that the skill-based matchmaking is wholly the same in MW 2019 as it was in Black Ops 2, which is obviously false, like categorically false. It's even different than Black Ops 4, significantly, which was the game directly before MW 2019. I've explained this briefly. In BO4, it would find you a lobby, 6v6, so 12 people. You would find a lobby. No skill-based matchmaking happens yet. Then, once the lobby is formed based on connection and availability, not skill, only connection and availability, and then it puts 12 people into a pool of wildly different skill levels, it would then do skill-based matchmaking after the lobby's been formed. So then it would take seed one and put him on the same team or her as seed, uh, what is it? Seven through 12. And then on team two, excuse me, eight through 12. And then on team two, it would be seeds two through six. No, two through seven. Yes, two through seven. So then those would be the two teams. That was the skill-based matchmaking in Black Ops 4. Now, technically... We could call that skill-based matchmaking. But there's a wild difference between skill-based matchmaking pre-lobby formation and post-lobby formation. And it is entirely disingenuous to conflate those two things as if they're the same thing. Because, hey, they're not Martin. They're not the same thing. So then he's just saying, oh, they've all had skill-based matchmaking. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like, he's gaslighting the entire Call of Duty for community for noticing the very different and obviously different skill-based system in this game that is vastly different than any other skill-based matchmaking in any other game before. Like, actually gaslighting us. Like, oh, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Skill-based has always been there, XD. It's like, no, it hasn't. Not what we're talking about. Again, there is a huge difference between before the lobby is formed, you do skill-based matchmaking so that all 12 people are very close in skill. That is totally different than forming a lobby of 12 differently skilled players and then matchmaking them. Now, we could have a separate discussion about the latter case and whether or not that's good. I think it's probably fine and there are ways to do it. Uh, I would recommend the even seeds go on team one, the odd seeds go on team two. So it's just first seed, team one, second seed, team two, third seed, team one, so on. Pretty even teams that way. But that is so much fucking different than the skill-based matchmaking system that is an MDUB, which is a brand new skill-based matchmaking system, which is why everyone notices it and says it's way different. So this Martin Donlon guy can go fuck himself for actually trying to gaslight every Call of Duty player by saying this shit. Like, so obviously gaslighting. Oh, they all had skill-based matchmaking. It's like, okay, dude. Yikes. So, anyways, what are the implications of this message? Great question. Skill-based matchmaking will be coming back in Cold War in the exact same way that it exists in MW 2019. Why is that? Because Activision is the one in charge of whether or not they're skill-based matchmaking. It is not up to Treyarch. 
And even if it, uh, yeah, it's not up to Treyarch. It's up to Activision. And they're not going to change a goddamn thing. $3 million a day in microtransactions. They're not going to be able to tease out what made the money and what didn't. Skill base is here to stay in largely the same way that it is now. I almost guarantee it. I almost guarantee it. So, anyways, uh, that is that. If you were expecting there to be a different or less strict, whatever the fuck that means, skill-based matchmaking system in Cold War, I think that is even more evidence that this is not the case, that this is not going to happen. Uh, so, if you were holding out hope, stop. It's not. And you can find that article if you want to look into it a little more yourself on uh, charlieintel.com. Or on Twitter. Uh, what's the guy's name? At Wicker Waka. Change it. Absolutely change it. So, anyways. Uh, Slivovitz, 1,000 biddies. Let's go. Sliv, welcome, brother. I appreciate it, dude. And the 1,000 bitterinos, brother. I appreciate you, dude. And welcome back, honored, humbled, and privileged. Thank you, Sliv. And welcome, by the way. Glad to have you here. Appreciate the support, dude. Now on to some other fun and exciting news here. <laughs> this is actually a funny article. Scump is troubled by reports that CDL might use NBA-like bubble in 2021. Now, to be honest, I don't want to talk about this that much. Uh, I don't care what Scump said or thinks, to be honest. Nothing against him. He's a pretty cool dude. Uh, but... That's not the, the reason I brought this up. The reason I brought this up is that this is the first time I heard about this. That they're going to be doing CDL in like the bubbles. Like the NBA uses. So I don't know if this means literal bubble or whatever. But what I do know is that I don't know why if you're a professional COD player you would complain about this. Because this is certainly better than fucking online tournaments. Which is, which we've seen a fuck ton of issues for uh, this year with this tournament. So, if you want to comply with like state regulations and not get absolutely crucified by the cancel culture Twitter mob police, uh, then your options are really do this weird bubble shit or play online again. The better option is to do the weird bubble shit. Now, it's not great. I'm sure it's super inconvenient. Uh, again, I don't know the details because I don't really care. The only important detail here that I want to share with you guys is that the CDL is going to be probably LAN-based again, which is good. It's particularly good because they're playing on PCs with controllers, but still, they're playing on PCs. If they're landing it up again next year, there's going to be no connection issues. So CDL will be much, much more fun to watch next year, uh, next season, whatever. If that's the case, which is cool, which is very cool. So irrespective of whether they use bubbles or masks or fucking hazmat suits, I don't know. But this is good for the viewer from the viewer's uh, perspective. So you guys should be glad about that. And uh, you can go to Dexerto to see that full article. Again, don't really care. And then last little item I wanted to cover here. The Xbox Series X and S. Uh, some details have come out. It will be out on November 10th. And you can pre-order today or yesterday. Uh, the pre-orders are probably all done now. Because this was September 22nd. But nonetheless, uh, some details have come out for these. Um, what do we have here? Yeah. Actually, not really much to say about it. $300 for the S, or the little one, I guess. And then 500 bucks for the big one. Now, I don't really know the specs. I don't see them here. Not going to look into it, because I don't care that much. But, number one, pre-orders are out. It comes out November 10th. Number two, again, shocking how cheap these are. I'm shocked at how cheap these fucking consoles are. I expected them to be so much more expensive. But there's something going on with tech where it's all cheap right now, and I don't know why. I don't know why. The PS5, this new Xbox, the new GPUs, all fucking way cheaper than I would expect them to be. So that's good. That's really good. So again, 300 and 500 respectively United States dollars 
for the Xboxes, which come out on November 10th. And now, that is it for the news items. Now we are here to talk about a section of the pod, iTunes reviews. If you write a five-star review, I will read it. I don't care what you say. Panhandle, uh, beg, uh, plug your YouTube channel. Don't care. Just rate it five stars, write whatever the fuck you want, and I'll read it. Here we go. Beerus Maximus, change it, says, perfect hangout. Hey guys, five stars to the Drop Shot podcast. I find the hanging out with friends setting very entertaining, uh, entertaining, and I appreciate the use of college vocabulary and analysis on COD topics while doing so. Interesting. Well, Tanner's not my friend. He's my employee. He's my now fired employee, but we'll keep it in mind. Uh, Tanner and Raz consistently have strong points regarding the flaws and strengths of each of the CODs, and we're almost always on the same page. We have a high IQ individual, if that's the case. I would like to ask that you please lower the condescension toward console players. <laughs> nope. And you spelled peasants wrong. You dumb fuck console peasant. I don't have anything. I don't have a problem. I'll say this again. I've said this before. I don't fucking care what system you play the fucking video game on, dude. We are all talking about a video game. Call of Duty, the video game. You can play with a joystick. You can play with a mouse and keyboard. You can play with a fucking rigged dildo for all I give a fuck. It doesn't matter. And further, if I'm condescending toward your gaming machine, your choice of gaming machine, that should not bother you because it is a video game. And who cares? what some dipshit on the internet thinks about the kind of machine you use to do the dumb waste of time frivolous activity that we do. Number one. I Number two, again, I don't care. I don't actually care if you play on console. But number three, if you're an adult, buy a PC. Buy a PC. We've been over this. I'm not going to go much more into it, but fucking relax. I'm going to continue being condescending toward console peasants because it's amusing to me. You can play on a controller on a PC. So if you can afford a console, you can afford a PC. And then your entire experience is better. Period. Because a console is a computer. It's just a shitty one. So keep that in mind. We are well aware that PCs are superior. K. But many people have friends on consoles and find it more fun to game with them. Okay, well, it's 2020, and every game is crossplay, so you can play with your console peasant fuck friends uh, on your PC. Here's an idea. Get better friends. Get better friends. Get smarter friends that know that if they're an adult, they should buy a PC if they're going to play video games on it. How about that, Beerus? Additionally, I'm definitely siding with Razan on Grozna Raid. True. I would play 24-7 Piccadilly if it meant I wouldn't have to step foot on that garbage map again. Also, as a metal guitarist, I would like to applaud Rad's taste in music. Shout out to Russian Circles, Animals as Leaders. Tosin Abasi is a god. Okay. And the Almighty Mastodon, who are some of my favorite bands as well. Nice, dude. And finally, here's the Cold War and hopefully a much better year of COD gaming. Cheers, guys. And then asterisk, swigs a ballast point, sculpin asterisk. Now, don't ever do, don't emote in an iTunes review again. That made me incredibly uncomfortable. But with that said, your opinions on maps are correct, on bands are correct. I like the metal guitarist thing as well. And of course, I like the analytics. So, Beerus, thank you for the, uh, for the very kind review. Let's not emote next time. Because that made me deeply uncomfortable. And also. Uh, fucking relax about the console thing dude. I don't actually care. I'm just joking. I really. In all seriousness. I genuinely don't care if you play on console. I just think it's a waste. 
plug your controller into a PC. But thank you. Uh, this next one is from Pat-ta-ta-ta-hat. Change it. Super change it. Big fucking change it. Change it, change it, change it, change it, change it. I take back the bad review I left is the title of this review. Okay. I was grumpy and didn't give the show enough of a chance. I've listened to a few episodes and this is already one of my favorite podcasts. As a person who prefers multiplayer over Warzone and also not a huge fan of M-Dub, I gotta say this podcast is perfect for me. It's like conversations I'd have with my friends about COD back in the day. Plus you guys are hilarious. Five out of five stars. Sorry I left a bad review. Please forgive me. Keep doing what you're doing. Now, what sucks about this review is that I don't know what his bad review said. And I really wish I did. I really wish I did. The only bad review that I remember is one dude said we're like the libertarians of podcasts or something. I think maybe that was this guy. If so, explain yourself. Because I still don't know what that means. But anyways, I'm glad you took back whatever bad review you wrote. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, and thank you for the five stars, dude. Thank you for the analytics, you stupid bitch. And by the way, absolutely change your name. Here, how about this? If you don't change your name, I want you to remove your review. How about that? Because I don't ever want to see this again. Hat. Christ. But thank you. Um, so that's it, boys and girls. Uh, I'm going to play this shit game a little bit. So if you guys want to stick around for that, you can. But before I go, before we go do that, the best way to support us, reminder, besides just listening, like you guys have been, and we appreciate it, of course, is to join our Patreon. Four bonus episodes per month for only five United States dollars a month. It's a lot of bonus content for very little scratch. Patreon.com slash the drop shot. More goodies are available. If you're interested in that, see the website for details. We get the most of that money, and it goes to both of us directly. So... If you want to spend any money on this shit podcast, do it there first. And then if you want to piss away even more money, you can think about the Twitch or the whatever, something else. But Patreon first, please. We beg you. Find me on Twitter at Razanon. Twitch, twitch.tv slash Razanon. Instagram, RazanonTTV. Uh, don't follow Tanner on his social medias. Uh, and if you have Amazon Prime, link it to your Twitch account and give me your Twitch Prime sub. It's already included in the price of your Amazon Prime subscription. Uh, rate us five stars on iTunes. Tell your dumb fuck friends about us. Uh, if you write a review, I'll read it, and it's five stars. Also, sub to me on YouTube. This is a real real serious business plug. Go sub to my fucking YouTube, dude. Close to monetizing. I need it desperately. Don't You don't have to watch a video. You don't have to do a goddamn thing. It's free. Just go to the YouTube and sub and then just never open my channel again if you want. You should though because the video episodes are posted there along with gameplay breakdowns and clips for you to share with your dipshit friends as we mentioned. Um, but yeah, we're close to a thousand subs. I need it. Sub now, please. Thank you. Uh, we have two merch stores. We sell clothes, coffee mugs, wallets, bookcases, cars, etc., uh, you can see the links to those in the show notes. Uh, join the fucking Discord. Reminder, we're giving away Cold War Ultimate Edition in the Discord. So if you haven't joined yet, now is the fucking time. Join the Discord. Go to the announcements. Press the exclamation point uh, in the most recent announcement for your chance to win. And last but not least, extra special thank you to our Damascus patrons. Mr. Salmonella, Jay Pritch, Slivovitz, Jake Down, Zerosio, Rainman, Sandstoner, To Kill a Rocking Bird, Face Esquire, Gift Curse, Adam H, Sniff Sniff Hambone, change it, Jimmy M, Von Trapp, Optimus Primed, Aussie Menace, Vesterg, Goated Oat, Josh V, change it, is the name of this next person. God, change, change it, Dreaves. Dreaves, your name, change it, change it, please, because you're confusing Josh V. His name is perfectly fine. Siv, Young Douglas, Dread Pirate Roberts, Sly, Dr. J-Webb, 
Patrick C, Derek R, Wade M, It's the Pickle, That Dirty Clap, Chase H, Kill a Cam, Preshock, Garrett S, Michael C, Jada Pinkett, Lemur Party, Freeze, an extra special thank you to our one and only Obsidian patron, the Drop Shot Patriarch, the Vaping Viking. Thank you, boys and girls, for watching. Thank you for listening. We will be back next time with Jake Down and maybe Tanner. We're going to enter new contract negotiations this weekend. Have an excellent evening. And as always, of course, remember. Stay humble. Sports Social Podcast Network.